Welcome to another episode of Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan of the 101st Legislative District in Lebanon County. I'm Chuck Nichols, Representative Ryan. Welcome to another report to your constituents. And this week, we'd like to continue our discussion that we had last week. We we ended by talking about the issues that we're seeing with the unemployment compensation system. There's some fraud issues in this. There's some people that have been uh, collecting during the pandemic times that maybe shouldn't have. What's the deal here? Chuck, I will tell people this is one of the greatest potential concerns I've had since I've been in Harrisburg and candidly during my entire 45 and now 50-year working career. Attacks on personal identity in this nation and worldwide are greater than they've ever been. So first and foremost, let me make a comment to everyone. If you believe you've been a victim of identity theft, you need to contact your district office and the Pennsylvania Attorney General's office where we have a fraud identification hotline, and we'll be happy to get that information to you. I know most of the state representatives are well-versed at this issue. What really brought this to the forefront is the new unemployment compensation system, where we're seeing a massive increase. And, And the word massive is almost an understatement. A massive increase in the amount of fraudulent claims, as well as people receiving checks in the mail who never filed for unemployment compensation and things of that nature. And we're seeing this significant increase because people's identities have been compromised. Uh, a great report just came out uh, this past week, which indicated that with more and more employees working from home, that there's been a significant compromise in personal data. And we're seeing that in a whole bunch of different entities, not just government, but in any type of entity where you don't have the same security protocols that you might have at your home that you might have in other areas. So let me give you an example. Uh, If you're working uh, and you work for, say, a government agency and you have access to people's personal data because of the pandemic, if you were working at home, you may not have the same security protocols in your home that you would have if you were in the office. So what I'm requesting that government do, and I specifically am reaching out to the Auditor General's office to do a very deep dive to determine where did this compromise of data occur. It was interesting. I had a discussion about this very topic this morning, and someone made the comment, well, it's very clear to me that the issue happened uh, because one of the three credit reporting agencies was hacked, and therefore this happened. And I said, how do you know that? And they said, well, we suspect that that's what happened. I said, that's the most dangerous thing you can do when you do a fraud investigation is guess what the answer is. What you really want to do, there's a very specific methodology that people who are engaged in fraud investigations do to ensure that they've identified what the potential problems are, where the potential leaks could occur, where the weaknesses are in the system. Who created the problem doesn't mean anybody did anything wrong. It just means there was an unforeseen flaw or failure in the system that compromised people's data. But I will caution everyone. I'm seeing if you go on Facebook or any social media program, I'm seeing significant increase in the number of fictitious uh, uh, friend requests. I'm seeing duplicate friend requests from people that have been friends for a long, long time. I'm getting a number of people who are sending messages say, if you get a friend request from me, don't respond to it. I've been hacked. And these are the kinds of things that should alert you to the fact that there's a problem. So let me give you some real specific things that I would encourage you to do. If you suspect 
that you have a, a problem. Uh, and if you suspect that you've been a victim of identity theft, I'm going to recommend to you uh, immediately what you want to do is fill out an Internal Revenue Service identity theft affidavit. It's a form if you go into irs.gov. And, and type in the search engine identity theft affidavit. It's a real simple form, takes about two to three minutes. And what will happen is that will start to protect your internal revenue service information, such as your tax refund. So let me give you an example. Annually, as many as a million people have their identities stolen and refunds that they were supposed to get from the Internal Revenue Service are fraudulently stolen because their identity has been hacked. And then once you start getting that and do the Internal Revenue Service issue first, I would also then encourage you to report to the credit reporting agencies and start monitoring your credit report to look for fictitious activity. Please take these threats seriously. We're going to continue to identify where the problems occurred at the state level and make certain that we can identify the root cause analysis of where some of these security breaches occurred and shut it down. But again, I have to emphasize people, please take it seriously. It can have a tremendous impact on your credit rating, your financial well-being, and uh, it's far better to take an ounce of prevention than a pound of cure if you find out that you've been victimized and your accounts have been hacked into and money stolen from you. This has been Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan.